0: Hey everyone, it's your friendly neighborhood Deli Diva, a.k.a. Chakra Khan, a.k.a. Gundam Wingliner, Liner, a.k.a. Full Metal smack a and welcome to Outlaw Bars, where we talk about everything great and not so great in the world of anime. And as always, I have with me...
1: Hey guys, it's me, Shopei, Trevor Belmont's baby mama, her Zuko's side piece. How you doing? Hey
2: everyone, it's Tam, queen of the underworld. You already know.
0: Sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus.
2: I mean, it's it's about to be autumn, October, aka the best month of the year is here. I'm just claiming my throne.
0: Oh, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have nothing for that. I wish I did, but I don't. So nothing should,
2: um, nothing should surprise you with me.
0: N- nothing does. It actually doesn't. Okay. I think I just put on for the people so that people think that I'm shocked and appalled, but really I'm not. Okay, good. All right. So um, last week, ladies, I was on Twitter like I usually am, instead of doing real work, um, and I came across a tweet that stated that Zuko from Avatar: The Last Airbender had the best redemption arc in TV history. And I thought about it for a moment. I was like, hmm. And I... (laughs) I racked my brain and I couldn't find a flaw in that logic. And I really couldn't find someone who had a better, more satisfying redemption arc than Zuko. So that got me to thinking about, like, anime characters who had really good redemption arcs. So it was one that went from heel to hero. Or at least they were a a whole lot less horrible than they were at the beginning. Um, So... Let's get it started. Um I'm going to go I'm going to go someplace that people wouldn't expect me to go and I'm going to go to Vegeta from Dragon Ball.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh god, the scumball anime. It really is.
0: Normally, it's fuck Dragon Ball all day every day and twice on Sundays. But there are two characters that I will watch an episode of Dragon Ball for, and that is Vegeta and his son Trunks. So if
2: You know, you are right, because I do like I did like Vegeta.
0: Yeah. Like it's always fuck Goku. It's fuck Goku every day, all day. But Vegeta, maybe because like he wasn't trying to be good, like he came in with the intent of fucking shit up that you're like, okay, I can I can see you. You have a purpose, you have a mission. You're not gonna you know, let petty emotions deter you from that. Um, but then we get to this point um in the Majin Buu saga where Vegeta's um primary reason for choosing to fight Majin Buu is because he was responsible for Majin Buu being revived in the first damn place and Gohan allegedly being killed by Majin Buu and he wanted to um kind of make amends um for Goku dying during the Cell Games because he let Cell absorb Android 18 and become perfect and it was kind of Vegeta's fault that shit went south anyway so after that you see like a you, you see Vegeta in a different light. And then when you compare his father, his fathering style to Goku's, like basically anybody's better than Goku as a father. But Vegeta actually cares about his wife and his children and he's there for them. And you kind of, you're willing to forgive the atrocities that he committed early when you met him for the man that he becomes later on in the series. And that's about all that you're going to get positive out of this here girl about Dragon
2: Ball. So I had trouble with this topic because usually every anime that I watched, the villains are always like they remain bad mind throughout the series. Like it's very rarely do they come back and you're like, okay, like I don't hate you so much anymore. But what I was thinking of, um, who's our who's crazy grandpa in Ajin again, Mr. Sato? Yes. So I kind of wanted I was thinking because like he doesn't have a redemptive factor, even though I do see the point of his tirade of fucking shit up. But I would be interested in seeing like his backstory. And I wonder, you know what I mean? Like if his backstory would kind of make you more sympathetic to why he is the way he is. And I wonder like if we had more of a backstory on Mr. Sato, would that kind of give you the same feeling as Vegeta? You know what I mean? Um, Because I wonder, because I feel like for him to kind of be so hell bent on just like saying fuck everybody and we're burning this shit down and we want our own country... Um, I kind of wonder what kind of trauma he had to endure for him to get to that point. And was he like a nice OG-san before? Like, was he cool, like, you know, the neighborhood cool old guy or whatever? Or was he like always a dickhead? And I feel like that would kind of, (laughs) not, I don't think it would change my opinion of him, but I think it would make me either more sympathetic or just kind of like, oh, so you've just always been this way. Hmm.
1: In that vein, like I would love to see Sato's backstory because I think it's like dope as fuck. But like Tim and I had this conversation earlier. I think it's curious that in a genre as wide and as um, well done as anime, that they don't have that many redemptive stories. That we don't get a lot of the the backstory for villains. Because I remember complaining about this like in previous episodes that a lot of times you just have this villain that is mad because somebody ate his red bean paste, you know, ball or some shit in kindergarten. And, you know, the bitch had red hair. So now all red haired people have to die or something like that. Like just like something that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like you don't get as much information as to what drives a character to be bad or to be evil. And I feel like it's a missed opportunity. Um, because when we first got the question, they said Zuko had the biggest redemptive arc, and that is probably, like, my favorite. I fucking love the change in Zuko, but it's so uncommon. And I know we talk about uh, Avatar not really being even anime, so it barely falls within the confines of the genre to even meet the qualification. But, like, Zuko... there There's a lot of really good character development, not just in Zuko. Like Zuko went from being, like, a piece of shit, but I mean he had daddy issues who among us cannot relate and he hated his father he was you know mistreated by his dad he had a really tough sister and he had to decide who he was going to be for himself and he had to you know forge his own path and it turns out that he's dope as fuck and he's really handsome way to go but for like you you've both seen avatar right the last airbender
2: Of course yeah but I never finished it for I'm shame an Listen, do you listen? Come on. Every I feel like I'm just the resident person on this show that doesn't finish a lot of popular things. I start them and then (laughs) and then like my life happens and then I lose track of where I am. And it's just it's just that much work where I'm just not going to go back to figure out where I was. So no,
1: it's okay. Well, I was going to say also Toph is similar, although Toph was never a villain. But when you first meet Toph, she is, like, very sullen and she's, like, very ornery, which, duh, is understood. She's basically a captive in her own home. They won't really let her, you know, be her best bending self. And as time progresses, you find out more about her. You find out about how she navigates the world, you know, as a blind bender. And, you know, she's fucking incredible. She invents metal bending. And even Toph, you... She become you. She she is endeared to us. Like you know what I mean. Like we fall more in love with her. Yeah. Although she wasn't like a villain. She wasn't like trying to take over everything. So those two characters, and then also Sinbad, in Magi, because when you meet him in Magi, he's like this weird like swashbuckling sailor. You're not really sure about him. It's like he has too many muscles. Can you even trust him? Like can you really trust a nigga with that many muscles? Can you no. trust a nigga who's always okay. trying to steal your girl? See no. no that no
2: okay.
1: no <laughs> nigga no, stay with like, the dirty Mac and he like he looks like his stuff is heavy like just, there's just so many things about him that are untrustworthy ultra- okay, okay you, know that that like- is, you know that
0: Sinbad is you know that Simbad is a problem that when someone sets him up to make it seem as if he slept with someone even though he didn't no one believes that he didn't do it
2: <laughs> yeah like,
0: like, that's he just, the thing. He,
1: he, 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 like, you know, poor, handsome, rich Sinbad with, like, the gray body. Oh, no. But when you actually see, like, the Sinbad series, that's the only time I've really seen, like, the backstory. Like, how does someone become the king of Sindria with all this money? Like, you know bad shit happened to him. And, again, he's not a villain in any sense. But that has been the first time I've really, at least that I can remember, seeing that kind of commitment to create... More stories around people that you know, and there's just like so much untapped potential there's so many people that I have like so many goddamn questions about that I would love to see more and like just love to see more of that content created
0: All right so let me give you a couple more um so if you've ever watched full Metal, film full, full Metal Alchemist, you may remember a character called scar um he's Ishbalan he witnesses the massacre of his people and he has this massive chip on his shoulder when it comes to State Alchemist. So when you meet him, he's pretty much on a one-man mission to eradicate them all. And as the story progresses, he becomes, um, he becomes friends with some of them and he realizes that some of them harbor a whole lot of guilt, like Mustang and Hawkeye and Armstrong in particular, harbor immense amounts of guilt for kind of following orders during the Ishbal Massacre, um and at the end he becomes kind of one of the heroes like not in the stereotypical sense kind of like a anti-hero type of way he becomes one of the heroes in um in the in the series so like you kind of watch this whole thing cuz even his mercy killings were hard to watch cuz if we remember Nina Tucker
1: fuck that he- okay fuck you for bringing it up
0: but remember <laughs> scar was the one who ultimately gave Nina peace, for lack of a better word. And I believe he he may have taken care of her daddy too. No, 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 he didn't. No, he didn't. I don't think so. I can't remember. It's all blending together. But yeah, Scar was definitely one who made a really nifty turn from heel to hero. And um another one that kind of Okay, this is this is kind of hard to describe if you haven't read the manga. Um, but since the manga has been over for a while, um, I, I can't help you, but if you've ever read Bleach, there is one of the captains, um, Captain Unohana, um, she is the captain with the long black hair and it's braided underneath her chin. Um, when you meet her, she's a kind woman with like a motherly attitude. She's always polite when talking to her subordinates, her colleagues, she's even polite to her enemies and, you know, everybody respects her, you know, for her ability on the battlefield as well as her abilities as a healer. But when you read the manga, you find out that she got the road to her being that person is bloody as hell. <laughs> so what you learn in the manga is that she is the first Kempachi. Kenpachi. Now, if you've watched the manga, you know who um Zaraki Kempachi is. He's the tall guy with the spiky hair and the small, um, the small girlish type person, because I don't know how old Yachiru actually is, on his shoulder. What you don't realize is that Yachiru, the little girl on his shoulder, is named after Unohana because in another time she was known as Yachiru Kenpachi she was bloodthirsty she massacred quincy's and at the turning point for her was when she fought um zaraki kenpachi and she realized that he was kind of holding back his power because he didn't know how to release it properly and she beat the shit out of him and then she was like oh hell i could have killed him <laughs> And at that point, like she kind of like takes that turn and she's like, okay, this is not what I'm going to do anymore. And she leaves the the 13th division and goes on, I believe it's to the fourth. Someone in the Bleach fandom is going to correct me and I don't care. Um, So she's another one, but that, that turn you don't see, you don't realize unless you've read the manga. So once again, people read the manga, but here's a heel. no. <laughs> Whatever. But here's a here here's a turn that um hasn't come all the way to fruition, but you can see it happening, and that's Reiner on Attack on Titan.
2: Think oh, about yeah.
0: it. Towards the end of season two, when Reiner and Bertholtz are in the tree with Emir and Aaron, like Reiner's having a breakdown. <laughs> like he's trying to reconcile like the mission that he got from you know his homeland with what he's been doing with Aaron and them and the only way that he's kind of been able to to deal with it is with a bit of trauma-induced amnesia and once he kind of starts to remember things like he breaks down um and he kind of comes to terms with the fact that he needs to see through what he started but he's not all the way cool with it and if you read the manga, you can see more of the turn. If you're winning on the anime next year, my friends, next year.
2: He's interesting because I like, even though he's a villain, I, um, but you're, is it's, he right? Cause you're kind of like, but what there's so there has to be, um, and obviously there is like something deeper that you would be in this deep to like backstab your friends like this you know what i'm saying so it's like i guess when um you mentioned it like i never really saw him i mean i guess people would see him as the villain now because he's a traitor of sorts but it's like is he really a traitor because what's the because there's a bigger picture to his actions, and so I'm really interested to see how that develops in the next season. Like learning more about his motives and him and Bertol's motives on like why they niggas just got in so deep. Like literally, this is like the anime version of into deep with Omar Epps. Like they got too deep. I've never too seen deep. that. Okay. You should not, but also if it's on Netflix, <laughs> I'm not gonna say no. If you want to watch a bad film with Omar Epps and LL Cool J,
0: oh hell, all I'm saying, y'all can keep that. Yeah, yeah, I'll wiki it. That's okay, I'll wiki it.
2: I mean, basically, it's a cop undercover drug drug people, and he's in too deep. Legit, like the mo- It's very he's in too deep. Reiner's Good in group. too deep. And yeah, that's pretty <laughs> much it. Reiner is in too deep. He's just into you.
0: Yeah, he's lost his way. Yeah. Okay, so I have one, one last one. Um, that's probably gonna get me yelled at, but I don't care. And that is Sasuke from Naruto. Okay, sis. All right.
1: Okay, first of
0: all, first of all, we already know how I feel about oh Sasuke, gosh. so you are just gonna have to deal with this one. Okay, you're gonna have to deal with Gross. it. Gross. Because he did some horrible shit. But. The seventh Hokage um, forgave him, pardoned him, and was like, get your life together. How you atone is not by, you know, damn near killing yourself. How you atone is, you know, is doing good shit for the village. And that's what Sasuke has been doing. Now, granted, for the shit that Sasuke did, he probably should have been executed. But with Naruto being like his bestie friend, we all knew that wasn't going to happen. But nonetheless, he died, honestly. They both should have because they both lost, like, was it? They both lost an arm. They should have bled out long before Sakura got to them. Like, y'all jutsued y'all way into missing an arm. Both should have been dead, but nonetheless. Nonetheless. He redeems himself for the most part. Depends on who you ask. He has a very bright and precocious daughter who I love. He has a wife who he neglects, and I approve of that shit. And that's all I have to say about Sasuke.
2: Wait, so randomly, I when I was home recently, my sister was watching um, Baruto. Boruto, yes! I love Boruto! So it- Okay, so A, that looks actually kind of good and I'm interested in watching it, but I, can I watch it even though I have not seen Naruto?
0: Yes, because for the most part, a lot of it focuses on the next generation, the kids. So, and when you're dealing with the parents, like you kind of get back, you can kind of see how the parents are connected by the way that the kids interact with each other because the okay. kid, because the parents are so close, the kids wind up like hanging out. Like I think I mentioned before that Shikamaru's son, Shikadai, is always complaining when Boruto messes up because Shikamaru works for Naruto and Hinata is good friends with Tamari. So when he messes up, the parents talk amongst themselves and they're like, can you you help get him in line? So you can kind of see the parental relations through the kids. And a lot of the plot has nothing to do with what happened before. It's kind of like, you know, hey, time skip. You know, these kids are somewhere between eight and 10 years old. Let's start with them at the academy. And it's kind of like watching... Naruto with more competent adults.
2: Okay. So is Sasuke the one with the daughter that she, he didn't know was his daughter and then she, yes. Okay. So I saw that, so I saw that episode and then the wife came out of nowhere and oh, she man. got kidnapped by Yo, the weird Sakura.
0: people. Oh fuck Sakura! Oh fuck Sakura! But nonetheless, yes. So what? Okay. <laughs> so what happened was when Sasuke's pretty much on like his atonement world tour. Basically, what he's trying to do is find out why one of their enemies from the last series did what he did to prevent them from doing that again. And because he has the Renengan, he's the only one who can do it. So that's what he's oh, okay. been doing. And then also because he has the shining gun and the rening people were attacking the village trying to get him. So he stays away from the village to keep the village safe because he knows that as long as he's there, people are going to try to come and get him because of his eyes
2: got it yeah thank you I'm I'm I have a lot of animes that I have started so I'm just like I don't know if I want to add that one but I will say it did look pretty intriguing from what I saw when I was with my sister
0: I know it's it's good I wouldn't say it was if it wasn't because actually I've started rewatching Bleach so I can find the point where you
2: stopped (laughs) oh thanks I appreciate that
0: and then um once we find where you stopped um I'll I'll clear out the filler for you and just tell you what to watch,
2: okay, thank you so much. appreciate it. you're
0: welcome so um unless you ladies have any other um heels turned heroes, I think we may be done with this topic. I sure don't alrighty so if you guys <laughs> so if you guys have any other additions to this list, you know you can. Shout them out to us on Twitter at Outlaw Bars Pod, um, and as you know, we will retweet it and have full blown conversations with you. And if your pick is stupid, please know that we will tell you that your pick is stupid. But we love you anyway.
2: Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, just like what was the, they what's knew what's who the we thing? were what? when they
0: came here. They just knew like who we I'm were. still
2: kind of like
1: Back to the Future. Was that was it was. <laughs> 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 you yeah, didn't actually I was... have to bring it up, though. You I did. We no. all knew what she was talking about. You didn't no. have to. Like, you you should have left it where it was. We all knew. Everyone knew. And, and here you come, naming it. In cases, look at y'all. You know I don't want to hear shit about me being the mean one ever again. Okay, I'm gonna let it roll right by. But no, seems like, actually, you, you person. <laughs> I'm sorry, friend.
2: I'm I, I'm sorry, friend. It's still yeah. like. W- that was still a WTF moment, but God bless, and thank you for listening.
0: <laughs> Alrighty, I'm speaking sorry. speaking of crazy-ass <laughs> questions, this is a good time to get into Notice Me Senpai, <laughs> okay. where we answer the questions that you, the listeners, have sent in to us. So, our first question comes from Really Dope on Twitter. And they ask, what anime character would you want as a real-life friend? And what anime character would you want as an enemy and why? First off, I don't, have to, I don't want to add to my list of enemies. I have enough of them. I have enough people gunning for my head as it is. I'm not adding to that list.
2: Right. And I was about to say, bad girl don't have enemies because I look down on all my haters so that they don't exist. So there's that. Um, who do I want as a friend? So Trevor Belmont. True. He can be <clears throat> a Is this homie- like a friend that you can fuck? Bu- like, no. let clarify. No, so he, like, Trevor Belmont, I mean, he could be a homie lover friend, but, like, I genuinely think he would be a cool friend. Like, we could drink, we could talk shit, we could, like, get into brawls and, like, cut people's fingers off with whips. Like, that'd be lit. Um, also... I think I would also like, um, is it Aladdin? Is that the little genie boy? Yes. Yes. I think Aladdin would be a cool friend, like a little annoying, but also he would be fine and we would get into dope magical adventures together. So those two are my friends right now. Um, I think, you know what, even though she was very annoying, I think Saris would be a cool friend because you know what, she's the friend that I would like to corrupt because she was real goody I'm to ruin somebody. No, I'm trying to make your life better.
0: But you know what, Saris is also the person that when shit pop off, she'll be there to hold you down.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Potential. See the vision. Diva sees (laughs) the vision, okay? Sarah's just like, yo, I just need you to be a little more loose on the out end. But it's like, you get a couple drinks of her and somebody trying to run up on you, you know the bitch got the yopper. That's all I'm saying. So those are my three picks for friends.
0: Oh, my goodness. All right. So I think I will start with um, Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune because I've always loved them and they do fancy shit, but they also kick people's asses while doing fancy shit. Um, Todoroki. Yes, Todoroki. Yes, from My Hero Academia. Once again, like that half fire, half ice. I I like the power set and he like me exists with resting bitch face. And we would just sit there and look at people like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? And we wouldn't have to say a word because we know we're both thinking, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? And um I think I would like um to also add, if I need somebody to drink with and I always add these two in, is Hiko Sejiro from Ruoni Kenshin. Once again, big burly man who can hold his liquor. And um Shunsui Kyoraku, oh, I'm from Bleach. Once again, big burly man, drinks a lot um, because we can get drunk and I can cuddle with them, but nothing funny will happen because they're honorable men.
1: Hey, Dap, what's up? Thank you for asking a question. Um, I don't need any enemies because I'm a child of the Most High. Uh, but as far as friends, I would really love to be friends with Toph. Because I think that she is like kind of ornery. And I like the fact that she doesn't like anybody. But everyone who says they don't like anybody fucking loves me. So I feel like we would be really good friends. Um, She doesn't really like to fight. But if shit is like popping off, I feel like we could get some things. You know, we could take care of some shit. Um, Also, Diane from Seven Deadly Sins. Because she's a giant. And I'm a giant. I like the fact that we're both... All right. very tall ladies um but also she's like super adorable and she doesn't really like a lot of aggression i appreciate that i enjoy that <clears throat> and then just for balance probably like um merlin from seven seven deadly sins because she dresses like a hoe i like that shit but also she's like like quietly aggressive like i just i need like more of that shit in my life um like, I need, like, the balance of all of those things. But, yeah, Lady Gang. Jan, um, Toph, and definitely Merlin. Um, I I couldn't think of somebody who would let me have, like, a weapon. Like, really, I want someone who could teach me how to use some sort of weapon of sorts. Um, maybe, like, a bow or, like, a scythe. But Nobody's is giving you
0: weapons, Chopin.
1: At all. You know what? Actually, take that back. I'm going to delete... Merlin and I'm gonna put in Princess Mononoke because then we could both ride wolves together.
2: Excellent. God damn it. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: Trade out, okay? And also, like Princess Mononoke is also still like a real bitch, but like you know, she could teach me to be more, you know, more um, comfortable in the outdoors, which I need. And also, I get to ride a wolf, so she could teach you survival skills. She definitely would. Like if I feel like we'd be good friends, like, you know, I could teach her some things about whatever, I don't know, doing your eyebrows or something. And she could teach me how to talk to like animals.
0: Oh my goodness. righty, so That
1: came to me right at the last moment. I'm really glad about that.
0: <laughs> righty, Really dope. Thank you for your question. Um, and our second question, um, this week comes from KBM Seymour on Twitter, and he asks: You have a competitive cooking show. You three are the judges. On there are three teams of two. Who are they, and who do you see as the winners? So what? to to save us time, think of like <laughs> think of like Chopped or like Master Chef or some shit like that. It's a cooking show, and we're the judges. So no, I
2: get it, but I'm just like. I'm trying to think of people... Hey, I don't watch cooking anime. You don't have to Do watch you, cooking anime. I have to. No, them. I know, but I'm trying to think... I'm trying to think of the people in my anime that I watch or have watched that cook. And I'm like, whose food... Food, food. Whoa, God. Whose food looks delicious? Because food in anime just generally looks mad delicious. Like, don't watch anime on the empty stomach. Because they be eating, like, hot ramen bowls. And then I want to go get ramen. But also, I'm, try- I'm like at a blank for who be cooking in the animes I watch.
1: Okay, I'm thinking of one. Who's the girl in Koromukuro, the annoying one? This, the oh, main character.
2: Oh, the character. Oh, yeah, she do be cooking. I forgot her name, but yes, her.
1: Her, annoying one. Um, <laughs> she be cooking. And that grandma from Ajin. All the shit she made for that little annoying K look real good. Um, he didn't deserve all of her tasty, whatever dishes, things that she was putting out. Um, so probably the two of them, those are the only two people, the only ones I can think of up top and the food in the devil as a part-timer looked really good, but he worked at McDowell's. So it was all fast food. (laughs) I don't think he was responsible for cooking anything. (laughs) No, he was, he was was on the register because he was
0: cute and girls would like buy a whole bunch of stuff from him.
1: I mean he was cute I do under like you know can relate ladies um but yeah I'm with him I don't watch as much cooking anime see this is when I could really use you Cherie I know that you're listening Cherie watches like really good cooking anime and I could have used her expertise in this moment
0: okay so I have a few um the only one that I think comes from an actual cooking anime give me a
2: second. Oh wait! While you're thinking, does Bond from Seven Deadly Sins is he the one that cooks?
0: Yes, he is the one that cooks.
2: Okay, so him. Okay, he so on a okay, team. He, so I him on a team. Okay.
0: All right, so I have a few. I have um, Soma from Food Wars. Um, that's actually the only cooking based anime that I'm going to reference. Um, we have um, Makoto from sailor moon um sailor jupiter be cooking her ass off she we see most of her stuff um she bakes most of the time in sailor moon so if it's like a pastry contest she's right there um i'm also going to give you um sebastian michaelis from black butler because in his duties as the phantom hive butler he needs to be able to do all things and that includes cook his ass off um and then I'm also going to give you um, Kenshin from Rurouni Kenshin. And I don't know whether it's that he can cook. Oh, I take that back. I'm not even going to give you Kenshin. I'm going to give you Megumi from Rurouni Kenshin because we know for a fact that oh, yeah, she, can she can cook. cook yeah, yes. She can cook. She's, she's pretty, she's a doctor, and she'd be cooking her ass off, which is why Kaoru felt threatened by her when they first met. Because Kaoru can't cook and she's average looking. Um... Yeah. So, um, they're supposed to be teams of two. So I'm going to put Megumi and I'm going to put Megumi and Makoto together. That way we have savory and sweet. And then that leaves, um, Sebastian and Soma together. And they pretty much can cook anything. And based on these lopsided groups, um, if we're going to do like a, a tournament style, then it's going to be Sebastian and Soma coming out of, out of my little tourney, going up against whoever you guys have.
2: I just got Bon, so
0: yeah, Bond can't handle Soma and Sebastian on one team. Well,
2: so. you know what? He'll whip everybody's ass.
0: Yeah, if it was if it was a fight, then yes, he's going to beat everybody. But if we're talking about <laughs> cook, if we're talking about cooking, he's going to make a really great effort. But it's
2: all I know is violence. Okay.
0: Yes, I know. I know, Cersei. You choose violence. We know. We know. And I don't, I I haven't seen...
1: Yukina, that's her name. Yukina and Nameless Grandma. Um, I feel like Yukina would fold under pressure, so she'll probably lose. But I feel like that grandma would be with the shits, So she would carry the team.
0: Yeah, but is, is grandma the type to get all starry-eyed in front of pretty boys?
1: No, I feel like no. she's had more than enough dick in her life. I think she's fine. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, okay, so we're talking about her grandma... And a girl who's going to fold under pressure up against a literal demon and a professional cook. Yeah, my team still wins.
2: Whatever. So. This was not fair. This was not fair. Well,
0: (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) But nonetheless, in this fake ass cooking competition that we were just given, the winners are Sebastian Michaelis from Black Butler and Soma from Food Wars. Hooray. All righty, so thank you KBMC, more for that great question, mostly because I won. Um, yeah, I won. And now, lovely people, it is time for
1: Anime News!
0: <laughs> All righty, so first off, I want to um, give a special shout out and a thank you to everyone that we saw down at Dragon Con for Labor Day weekend. It was a lot of fun. There was a lot of great cosplay. And I even saw a couple of Deannes, but I wasn't able to get their pictures because the crowd was moving so fast. And by the time like, my brain connected to like everything else, I was like, yo, Heffa, Deann right there. I couldn't find her again in the crowd because the crowd was massive um, at Dragon Con. Um, But if you are, um, whatever fandom that you are into, DragonCon is a really nifty, like stress-free kind of place to be. Um, not so much with like announcements with regard to like upcoming things, but a good place to like meet and kind of congregate with like minded individuals. Um, we had a lot of fun down there. Um, Tatiana and I were able to meet um Jason DeMarco from Tsunami, um, the head of Tsunami, and um Steve Bloom, who is the voice of Spike Spiegel. He was so nice to us. There's a picture, it's great. Um, yeah. So if you were done at Dragon Con, um, shout us out, let us know, because we met a lot of people and it was a really, really great time. And we just couldn't remember all the names, all the tags. So if you let us know, we will we will definitely respond in kind. Um, Speaking of cons, um, New York Comic Con is coming up October 5th, 6th, 7th and 8th. That sounds about right. Um, and on the anime side, Hiro Mashima, who is the creator of Fairy Tail, will be um, like their featured anime guest. Last year, it was Assassination Classroom's Yusui Matsui. And the year before that was Masashi Kishimoto, who we all know was the creator of Naruto. So if you're going to be down at New York Comic Con, once again, look for the Fanbrose t-shirts. You will see them out and about. Don't be afraid to come and tap us on the shoulder. You know, say, excuse me, be polite. You know, approach me like an earth sign mammal, as the Kimura would say. And... um,
2: We won't backslap you.
0: We won't. We might not. We're really kind. We're really kind. Um, And if you are going to be in New York November 15th through the 17th, I believe, for Anime NYC, um, you will catch us there also. Once again, be polite with your approaches but we love seeing all of you. So that's all I have for con news. But here is um, some manga news that I thought was hilarious because I am a reader of manga that I don't always get legally. So apparently, Japanese police arrested three people last week for violating the Copyright Act by uploading, of all goddamn things, One Piece. <laughs> Wow. before the manga chapters were scheduled to be published. First of all, I don't even know how there's still a market for new chapters of One Piece. They're at like chapter 511, and I don't understand why people are still clamoring for it. So according to the police, they have been acquiring copies of Weekly Shonen Jump from stores that sold copies early, scanning the chapters, and then uploading them online. And apparently the, the pair made about Holy shit! Um, Six hundred eighty-seven thousand U.S. dollars
1: <laughs> through <God damn.
0: laughs> through website ads from the scams. In addition, yes. one of the guys had been copying the scams and putting him putting them on his own website. And okay, over the course. that's stupid. Women, but over the course of three years, that somebody may have earned two point eight million American dollars.
1: Scam is life.
0: <laughs> really? Scan his
1: life. I fuck with the vision
0: <laughs> so um, the publisher Shueisha comments is saying that um, it expresses indignation that a work that the creator works hard and poured his heart into would be distributed in such a way to illegally earn profits and the comment then notes that the company continues to hope that this recent arrest and that further efforts against piracy and unauthorized use will serve as a warning um, my question is if they weren't earning any money would anybody have cared
1: No, absolutely not. No,
0: but but that is that goes that reminds me of, I think, um, way back when when I was trying to see a certain movie whose name I'm not going to mention, unless someone from the distribution company is listening and decides not to be nice to us later on because of this. I was trying to see a certain movie and it used to be hella easy to find it. Like there were all of the links all over the place, but I could not like they clamped down so hard on um the pirated streams that I couldn't find it anywhere. And when I did find it, I literally had to watch it that moment because if I came back to it later on in the day, it was likely shut down already. So I think with like the globalization and like more people reading manga and watching anime and, you know, their derivatives that... um that the people who own the intellectual property rights are like, you know what? um, Fuck you pay us. So just putting that out there, you know, in case, you know, your early chapters of one piece are missing, you know why.
1: And also shame on you for still reading one piece. Basically <laughs> right? let's like start the, there. Like, why
0: are you reading bigger, one piece? That's the
1: bigger error. <laughs>
0: alrighty and this is the news that I know a lot of people have been waiting for us to talk about um, Netflix announced last week that van- that vampire weekend band vocalist and guitarist Ezra Koning is helming a new six episode animated series called Neo Yokio that um, will premiere on Netflix on September 22nd um, Nick Weidenfeld is serving as writer and executive producer and Koning Kaning Kaning Koenig- Sarah Kaning Koning you, sir, Ezra, you, sir, is collaborating with Production IG and Studio Dean for the series, as well as the South Korean studio um, MLI. Um, in addition, Kazuhiro Furu- Furuhashi, who works on Rurouni Kenshin, Mobile Suit Gundam, um, and Altair, A Record of Battles, and Junji Nishimoto, who works on Rama One Half* and Vivid Strike are serving as storyboard artists for the series. Now, here comes the exciting part. The series... Um, has quite the cast of voice actors, including Jaden Smith, Susan Sarandon, Jude Law, um, Alexa Chung, Willow Smith, Amanda Stenberg, and our good friends in podcasting, Jesus and Mero. Hey. Yes. So basically, if you've been living under a rock for the past week, which is a possibility because, you know, things have been hectic depending on where you are with relation to the weather, Um, Or, you know, Trump may have touched down in your city and pandemonium ensued. But here's the basic um, premise. Um, Neo-Yokio is the greatest city in the world. It's the most populous urban um, agglomeration in North America, but its prestige does not merely stem from its size. It's a diverse labyrinth of cultural and architectural innovation at the forefront of global fashion and finance. All of this is cold comfort to the lovesick Kaz Khan, who is voiced by Jaden Smith, the youngest member of a family of magistocrats, um, pink-haired demon slayers who once liberated the city. Today's demon slaying is barely more than a side hustle coordinated by his aunt Agatha, who is voiced by Susan Sarandon. Kaz himself would rather concern himself with shopping, field hockey, and of course, mending his broken heart. Always by Kaz's side are his faithful Mecca butler Charles, who is voiced by Jude Law, and his inseparable friends, Lexi and Gottlieb, who are voiced by the kid Miro and Jesus Nice, as he navigates the complexities of life in Neo-Yokio Neo- and tries to stay one step ahead of his arch-rival. Um, things take a mysterious turn when Kaz is drawn into the turbulent world of ex-fashion blogger Helena St. Tessero setting in motion a sequence of events that force him to question everything he knows about Neo-Yokio before we say anything else I want people to understand that I've been wanting to say Neo Tokyo for the longest time because I watched Sailor Moon for so long I don't know why it's Neo Yokyo and it's messing me up so I hope you guys appreciate the fact that I don't believe I said Neo Tokyo once and if I did my heart was in the right place I don't know what else to tell you so ladies are we excited to see this I believe next week
2: yeah I mean I'm big fans of jesus Ciro I've been following them um for a while so that will be really i'm i i just i like to support them you know so i and I, it's been cool to see their come up so this is really dope to see them a part of this project um also you know Jaden Smith is the Lord of light or whatever then they could be vibrating on a higher level than anyone I know and so I don't know if I would say I'm a fan of Jaden Smith but I'm intrigued by him I'm always just intrigued to see what he he's just like on another level and I'm in I'm intrigued I also like Jude Law so just to see like um Jesus and Meryl like having um being a part of a project with some really big names is dope um I'm interested to see the con like I, I'm excited, but I'm also more interested because I presume it's well obviously it's gonna be in English, and so you know how I feel about English anime ish productions. Um Castlevania did us well, so I'm hoping it'll be as good as Castlevania. I mean it won't be the same, but in terms of like the quality of programming, I'm hoping that it'll be along those same lines because it is it was nice to see English anime done well. Um, hold on
0: but but (laughs) couldn't you hear Jesus and Meryl in Castlevania like the dudes in the bar talking about was it fucking the pig or fucking the goat like couldn't you just hear them like doing the banter back and forth now that you mention it
2: and also I'm surprised they haven't had that kind of conversation on their show okay (laughs) because (laughs) they're off like they're off the chain so um yeah I'm looking forward to it I'm definitely gonna tune in Um, giving it the same kind of, um, I'm holding it to the same level that I would with any anime show. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be like lenient on it because there's some people that I like that are going to be on it. I'm going to hold it to the same caliber. I'm going to criticize it the same way, but you know what? I don't believe in being a hater hoe off the bat. I'm a greater hoe. So I'm going to give it a fair chance.
1: I'm very excited, but only because it's like they were listening to me and they were like, we're gonna put some black people in anime, and they're not gonna do crime. Like instead of being criminals, they're going to be like
0: they're playing like field hockey. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: regular ca- like not just regular. They're gonna be fucking magistocrats, my nigga. They're gonna be magical aristocrats. Like I fucks with the vision very heavily, um, but in the same way. So I've already seen some people say that, like you know, oh, like anyone thinks that they can do anime, just like you know, like like being a hater on the internet. I've watched so much anime, so much goddamn terrible motherfucking anime. This cannot be any worse than the worst shit I've ever seen. It can't. It can't be worse than Death Note, can it? No. Like, it's God, not possible. God, I don't think there's a... It's going
2: to be real hard to be worse than motherfucking Death Note. Oh, God. So it, can so we not so conjure that-,
0: that up anymore?
1: Like, so when I think about it, I'm like, okay, so it's not going to be worse than, like, the worst thing I've seen in the last 30 days. So I'm just, like, excited. I think that it's going to be really good. I liked the preview that I saw. I thought it was very cutesy. And with the kind of surprise edition of Magic, I was like, yeah, duh, that's like every single anime. You have a lone hero who, you know, doesn't really want to be involved in, like, you know, in, like, a family kind of thing. And then they end up being dragged into it. And then, you know, shenanigans take place, you know. So I'm with it. I'm very excited to see. I am a casual fan of Desis and Marrow only because I tried to listen to their podcast and it's so New York. Like, I'm just like, LOL, chopped cheese. I don't understand any of the jokes. So I had to stop listening. Um, But I do like the bits that I've seen from their show. So I'm just... It just makes me happy to, to hear different voices in media, especially voices that I, I, I like. And I like James Smith. He's weird, but I fuck with it still. Like I feel like he, he put a lot of thought into this. And all of these well-known names, on the outside, it's like, oh, they just threw in a bunch of really well-known people into it. But some of these people are good voice actors. And also, none of us are Japanese. So if we were Japanese, the people that we see in the anime that we listen to would have the same level of recognition as Jaden Smith has to us, you know. And also, like Meryl actually be real, be killing the voices though on oh, like yes. the openings of their
2: show. So ben Barsing even, takes like,
0: me out every time. <laughs>
2: yes, or when he be doing like the um, the Dominican girl in the beginning. So he like really. Yesenia. Yesenia, <laughs> yes. So I'm just like voice action. Voice acting is actually not a surprise. For to me, that that's like you know that's he's getting into it because he's good. Like that's something that like I don't even think he tr Like he's just good at it. Like and I know he's just goofing off when they're doing the the podcast, but like it's actually funny and he's good at doing voices. So I'm like really excited to see um, him, particularly with the voice acting because like he's just naturally dope at doing voices anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely here because I listened to Diesel Cimero at work because it keeps me from spazzing on people um (laughs) and i listen to them never mind never mind that last bit um so i'm excited for them (laughs) um hush 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 um and i will give this the same the same scrutiny that i give any other anime projects or anime adjacent projects yeah i haven't decided where i'm putting this one in the spectrum yet haven't decided where it falls in inspection, but it's at the very least it's anime adjacent. Uh, I don't know if I'll call it anime yet. I have to read the credits. Um, but that is next Saturday next week, not next Saturday, I think next Friday. Next week, either damn with the end of next week. Um, so um definitely check that out. Um and as a just as a a thought. It's only six episodes long, so it's easy to binge. But give people who may work or sleep or, you know, hump, give them a chance to see it. Like, don't come out with your your wild hot takes, like, first day. Give it time to marinate. Give it time to breathe. Give people a chance to watch it. Because unless we're watching and it also- as... a
2: You know, I'm sorry, not to cut you off, but I was gonna say I'm gonna be using the hashtag when I watch it. So just like if you follow me, just mute the hashtag because I feel like that's fair. Yeah. Um, Like I, I won't be tweeting like spoilers, but like I want to be able to tweet my thoughts on it. um, But I don't want to do a disservice, like you said, to people who haven't had the opportunity to watch it because that's something that you could watch in a day easily um so i definitely will be using the hashtag and so if you follow me and you don't want to see the spoilers just mute the hashtag
0: yeah and don't be a dickhead and jump into mentions with your spoil. i'm like wait for us to engage about it
1: i will literally block you if you come into my mentions with spoilers i swear to god okay like i usually don't trip about spoilers at all but it's like showing up to my house with that shit don't do it
0: yeah so just Just be kind and be polite. That's all we ask with regard to this and any other project that comes out. Like give people a chance to breathe and marinate. That's been your lovely public service announcement from Diva and the folks at (laughs) Outlaw Bars. Um, Alrighty. So now it comes time for one of my favorite segments, The Capo's Corner, where our recommendation Capo Show tells us what we should be watching.
1: Hey guys it's me your capo first of all thank you so much to people who have been like hey chape i've been watching i don't know fill in the blank any number of shit that i've recommended it makes me very happy that you guys enjoy it because i really try to put thought into finding dope stuff for you guys to watch so in that vein i have two gifts for you today a movie and a series so i know we talked about tokyo godfathers um Excellent movie. If you haven't seen it, what the fuck are you doing? And this recommendation the movie I'm going to recommend is called Paprika or Paprika. um was suggested to me by my friend Dapp. Really dope. He asked a question earlier. And if you liked Psychopaths, if you're a fan of psychological thrillers, you're going to love Paprika. Because I remember, like, I watched it this weekend. If you follow me, you saw my tweets. I was just like, this shit is fucking weird, like super goddamn weird. Um, essentially, the premise is you have it's in the near future where you have like a psychologist or a psychotherapist who is using this technology um, that allows you to go into people's dreams and she's using it to treat trauma, which on its face sounds great. Um, she has like an alter ego in dreams. Her alter ego's name is paprika, this redhead cutie, and she's helping a detective work through his personal trauma. Uh, he has a case that he can't solve and it's like it's it, the animation is very similar to Tokyo Godfathers in that kind it should of- be
0: because it's the same it's the same guy. Satoshi Kone did Tokyo Godfathers, Paprika and Perfect Blue.
1: Yes, yes, it's very similar. So when you're watching it, if you've seen Tokyo Godfathers, you're going to get some of the same feels, but it takes a turn because of course, with any kind of tech that is like supposed to be groundbreaking, there's always some fucked up shit. So you're, you're watching it and you have one of the scientists, like this old man. And at first y'all, I thought there was something wrong with my, um, my captions. Okay. Like dead, dead ass. I thought there was a problem with me. Because you were watching this old man talking and then all of a sudden his eyes get really big and he's like, "Um, the crystal stair is filled with macaroni and cheese. We must, you know, protect things that we love at all costs. Purple, banana, grapefruit, something, something. And I'm just like, what the? Like, I was about to reset my Amazon Fire Stick because I thought there was something wrong with me. Um, Turns out that the tech that they're using, someone has hacked it to basically get into people's minds and control them this old man jumped out a window okay because he thought he was in a dream and he almost died and essentially the the core of the movie is you have someone who is attacking others using this technology so it, it is not only active when you are using it when you're asleep someone has found a way to infiltrate people's minds when they're awake make them think that they're sleeping when they're really not um And, like, you have a bunch of scientists who end up getting fucked up. Like, people are dreaming in real time. And the biggest issue is the scientist who created it is, like, this big man-baby. And he's just like, wouldn't it be beautiful if friends can share each other's dreams? And I'm like, yeah, stupid, that would be beautiful. But also, you created some dangerous technology with no kinds of safeguards. What is your motherfucking issue? Leave people's brains alone. And, of course, things go really bad. Really, really, really bad. Um... And it's very much like a mindfuck kind of movie, but it is very interesting and it has a good lesson about leaving shit well enough alone. So if you have Amazon Prime, it's on Anime Strike. I'm sure there are other places you could probably find it. I'm not going to say out loud where you can find them, but they do exist. So Paprika. And as for a show, I just started watching it, but they got me in the first five minutes, guys. It's also on Anime Strike. It's called um, Onehai. O-N-I-H-E-I. It starts with a thief who gets captured. Y'all, they nail his foot to the ground to torture him, to get him to give up the people in his group. But he does it. Like, that's like that's what kind of dope real nigga he is. Um, they capture him. They torture him. He won't give his friends up. And you go into his backstory. Essentially, he was part of a clan of um, thieves, the Tanbei. They only had three rules. You don't kill, you don't steal from the poor, you don't rape women. And he loved being a part of that team. You know, he was an orphan, sad backstory, nobody, you know, who really cared about him, whatever. And he had some sort of youthful, lust-filled indiscretion and he forces himself on a woman and he gets kicked out of the tan bay when he's like 19. Fast forward 15 years, he regrets what he did, but, you know, now he lives by the code. And there's someone in the town that is killing people and using his old team's tag. And he's like, oh no, that's not possible. Um, my old sensei would never be about that kind of shit, whatever, whatever. I've only seen one episode, okay? And I'm only telling you this much about it. It's great, guys. You really need to see it. Um, the fight scenes are already really good, and I can tell that there's going to be like more intrigue that goes forward. It's also an anime strike, though. Um, both of these are subtitled they're not dubbed. so if you like dub like me you should have a luck friend but onahai is very very good like they got with the shit very early like he was in a group all his friends abandoned him and then they snatched his ass up and started torturing him like they got to the good stuff without fail uh so yeah those are the two that i would suggest and paprika is super fucking weird like i wouldn't watch it on purpose but i watched it because i was curious about it but tokyo godfathers is still my favorite by this director like by and large without fail i actually have a recommendation this week i actually
2: just started i had a recommendation but then i started this other anime today and this superseded it because it was just that fucking fire um it's called drifters um it is <gasps> on crunchy
0: oh is that that's the one and where the people die and they end up getting pulled into
2: Yes, yes, bitch. That shit is fire. Helfa, I told it is you know by what. The same... Did you say this?
0: What was I it? I probably mentioned. I probably mentioned it offline.
2: Oh, because I'm like I don't remember you telling me about this, but it is by the same, um, the creator of Helsing. So the visual is very similar um which i love because you already know how i feel about Helsing ultimate so the visuals are very similar there's lots of fighting motherfuckers getting their heads chopped off um like diva said basically um the opening is with um this warrior he is in a battle he's mortally wounded um and as he's like like walking away like heading home he like finds himself transported through like a corridor of doors and he it like i assumed that i was like oh like is this like the other side like is this how his other side looks um and there's a man at a table with glasses like modern day looking and he's like yo what the fuck is this the man doesn't say anything and then he's pulled into a door like one of the doors and he ends up in this other world, and this other world has elves. They do not speak the same language, so there's he speaks Japanese. They are speaking what I assume is backwards Jap- Japanese, because it sounds like they are speaking Japanese, and they just run the track back. Um, but they're speaking another language, um, and he is known as in their world as Drifter, as a Drifter. And the these elf children take him to another Drifter who takes him in, and he learns that they are also from Japan. Japan and there are people that he has heard to be dead for like hundreds of years um and there are humans who are spying on them because they feel like the drift the presence of the drifters is going to bring about the end of their world but obviously there's more to it than that I'm in the middle of the second episode but it is really good it's on Crunchyroll I think they're about like 10 or 11 episodes. Um, Again, I was sold when I saw that the creator of Helsing was behind it. um, And it does not disappoint. It's not, it's not, obviously, well, not obviously, it's not as dark as Helsing, but visually with like, I guess, like, the goriness in terms of, like, the... When people are getting killed, it's kind of similar. But it does have that comedic break in between that Helsing kind of did that are actually funny. Because, you know, sometimes anime have, like, comedic parts and it's just, like, not funny. Like, you they they miss the mark. It's just weird or it's just corny. Um, their comedic moments are actually funny. So that is my recommendation. And then the other one that my sister told me about was Terra from Mars, which has to do with like hybrid roaches that are humanoid. Nope. On Mars. Nope. Nope. <laughs> um, nope. They don't speak, but they're like, they're like big they're roaches, roaches with like... With six packs, it's very strange. And okay, there you know are humans what? That are Mm-mm. what they're humans that are Mm-mm. like mixed with to with the bugs to try to fight. Wait a minute, them, so you telling also, me that humans
0: are sleeping with the roaches? No, no, no. Not, no, 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 well, no.
2: That's not what I girl. That is not what I said, and that is not what I'm telling you. What has okay? So let's bring it back. I know we got caught off guard with the roaches. What had happened was right because this is always the thing with the earth, right? What had, see what had happened was. Right. Peep, the earth sent roaches to Mars, like regular ass cockroaches to Mars to help make the planet more habitable. Ha- Is that how you say that word? Habitable. habitable. Thank you. Habitable. I promise you I have two college degrees. Forgive me. Um, and in the process, over 300 years, the roaches evolved into six pack uh, thug looking roaches. And they are not, so they're not a euphemism for black people. Okay. So I, we, I, me and my sister had this discussion and she said, somebody told her this was a euphemism for black people. No, it is not. They don't even look black. Okay. They just look like roaches with six packs and that are standing on their hind legs. Okay. Right. So we're there, Right. got the, the weird humanoid roaches on Mars. And now there's a virus on earth that is wiping out Human being, like they can't cure it, so they sent people to Mars to get like a thousand samples um, to bring back to find a cure for this virus. Um, and what they did was to fight what these roaches are now known as terraform Mars, hel- hence the title. Um, they combined their DNA with like different animals, so like one guy is mixed with an octopus. One guy is like a mixed with a lobster. One guy is like somebody else is mixed with like a bird so that they could fight them because they're really strong. Um, And you have different countries. So you have the U S Japan, China, Russia. Um, And then they get there and then they, there end up being roaches on board and they have to fight and they, everyone gets split up. And then you find out the Chinese are bad mind and everyone's like, what the fuck? The Chinese are trying to kidnap like two people to do experiments on them. And it's all a conspiracy because we can't ever get shit right. And we don't really want to help people. We want to help our greater interests. Anyway, it's kind of weird, but like, I'm gonna try and stick with it. I also started that Stan Lee anime thing, The Reflection. I don't know that I'm sticking with it. I don't, I'm, I don't know that I'm sticking with it, but go Stan Lee. (laughs) Go Stan. Stan.
1: Yo, they brought back the rest of the Berserk series. The oh World yes, that series. is on that's on
2: that's also on Netflix. So if you wanted to watch the rest of the arcs, arc two and three are on Netflix. So or you can, fuck, or you
0: can, or you can wait for us and we'll do it together as a group because we love you. And I need mm-hmm. answers. yeah that too,
2: but we just we would like to give the people a heads up. You know oh I mean? yeah, of
0: course, of course. Um, oh, let me circle back. Um, Roaches with six packs. This is, this, is what we're, this is what we're recommending to the people. Roaches with six-packs? First of all, um, first of all, I want to know who thought it was a good idea. Hold on. I want to know who thought it was a good idea to send roaches <laughs> to Mars and we can't even get rid of roaches here on Earth. What do they think was going to happen when well, you sent
2: a roach to Mars? First of all, I'm going to blame my sister because, and you're listening, so do you hear this anger? This is because of you, middle T, okay? Um, Also, they sent the roaches because you can't kill roaches. Exactly. Probably like, right. So they sent them there to make the planet more livable for us because I figured they, I guess they figured roaches can survive in the most harshest conditions. Why not send them to Mars there? And they're not a creature that people care about.
0: Yeah. But then when the people have to come, they have to deal with a roach infested planet. They didn't think this through. I haven't even watched it and I I know they didn't think it through.
2: Do do they ever think it through? No, not
0: really. I'm just still like mind boggles at roaches with six packs. Listen, when I found yeah. out roaches could fly, I was done. I yeah, was done. They, and I was, oh, I, was, and I, was the, I was a they, big girl me, when I found that out.
2: Let me let me tell you, in one scene they're flying and they take somebody up in the air. Nope. Two of, holding, mm-mm,
0: mm-mm. two of them are Turn holding two of them are holding. Turn your mic off. Up. I'm turning your mic <laughs> <Don't> off.
2: <me. laughs> Two of them are holding dude up while another one is like beating him up in the air. So that's what's that's what's going on on Mars.
0: <laughs> that's yeah, have Flying roaches on with no six packs on Mars. These folks are probably deadlifting like 450 and bench pressing like 325. No, mm-mm, mm-mm mm-mm. Okay, okay. okay Wait, okay, but
1: if you're okay. a human man who got six pack like that and who can bench press like that, please say what's up. But roaches with six pack is a no.
2: We didn't need Look, to see that I'm segmentation. Just I'm giving people options. Look, I'm just expanding on Chopay's options, and I'm just giving folks more options. You don't gotta watch the roaches.
1: This is banged in my butt with my butt. All really, you are not allowed. No, you are not not. allowed. Yes, it is.
2: Yes, it is. (laughs) We are rescinding your recommendation
0: privileges. We we're rescinding them. We are rescinding your recommendation privileges again.
2: Let's ignore Terra from Mars and let's just go with Drifters. Maybe if you're intrigued by a Stan Lee project, it is in Japanese. The Stan Lee project is in Japanese. If you're intrigued by the reflection, that is also on Crunchyroll. Yeah. So, okay. So I'll take away Terra from Mars and we'll just do Drifters and the reflection. Is that better?
0: We can't unhear it. We've all heard it. We all know about the roaches with the six pack now, but that's okay. That's okay. We'll put you on probation.
2: Oh, oh wait, I have a question for our listeners. So, um, the movie theater by my house is doing anime night again, and so they have the they have the list of movies. And so, if I'm gonna post the picture, but I'll also name some of the movies that they have that they're showing, the Napping Princess. The Grave of Fireflies, Pompoko, Memories, Neo Tokyo, um, Lily Cat, Oh, Perfect Blue, and we saw that Akira, absolutely not. Um, the Wolf Brigade, Angels Egg, and Royal Space Force, The Wings of Honem Honemius. I don't know how to say that. But if you've heard any of these, and also we'll post the pictures, and you want to recommend one that. Or two, that Chopin and I should go see and you know we'll come back and give you our honest opinion.
1: Holla at your girl. And you also know us. So don't fucking be like, yeah, Chopin, you're going to love this. And then it's just two hours of people getting, you know, ripped from ass to mouth with swords. Okay, Okay, so that I'll watch. I'll just tell me to go see that because I'll see that by myself. Okay,
0: so I will tell you. Like,
1: Please be measured.
0: I will tell you that um, if you like to cry, then um, Grave of the Fireflies is the movie to watch because it will tear your Pass. heart apart.
2: Oh, Pass. that's with the war, right? Yes. So I, I did do like a quick Googles. The children and the war, right? Yeah. I did see that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It will make you cry.
2: No. All righty. We don't want to cry.
0: <laughs> so I believe- No,
2: no crying and no, no kawaii. No super kawaii stuff, all right? You know how I feel about the extra sugary shit. <sighs> I'm a thug. Don't do that. Oh gosh.
0: Alrighty. So I guess that's it for this episode of Outlaw Bars. Um, if you have any questions, comments, cares, or concerns, you can hit us up on Twitter at OutlawBars Pod, or you can email us and the email address is outlawbars at fanbrose.com. Um, speaking of Kauai, um, we will be finishing up Little Witch Academia on September the 23rd at 7 p.m. So you know what that means, outlaws. That means get your recommendations for the next session of Outlaw Views in quickly um, because we're going to be finalizing that shortly. Um, if you guys just want to run with Berserk, then we can do Berserk. Um, but just let us know because this is not, um, what's the word? This is not an oligarchy. Is that the rule of the few? sounds right um and if not oh well um but this we try to run trying to run this as much as, as a democracy as we can so if you guys have any thoughts on what we should be watching um please let us know as always you can catch me on twitter at deadly diva and ladies tell the lovely folks where they can find you
1: hey guys this is Chopay. you can find me on twitter at simply show say what's up Hey, everyone, it's Tam. You can
2: find me on the Twitter at Bruja Bantan. And please keep your bandmind mind energy to yourself. Also, if you do not enjoy planting, I don't want to talk to you. Thanks.
0: All so <laughs> So we are all set. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Bye.